Close our eyes in the dream, or you could do this before you go into the dreamscape, set this intention. Say, whatever shadow elements, whatever nightmares, whatever thing I run from, I'm going to integrate into my love, into my light, into my heart. I see you, I accept you as a part of me. I see you and I accept you as a part of my wholeness. I bring the shadow into the light. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Welcome, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna. This is your weekly installment of your inner connection to your outer expression, where I, your host, Harrison, am here to nurture the loving space needed to pull back and dive into the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. And today you find yourself on another solo episode with just you and me. You, me, and the spirit of love around us, diving into all the things that we need to dive into. And uh, today we're going to go into all things dreams, using our dreams to help us heal, using our dreams to help us give deeper insight, using our dreams for many things. I'll get to that in a second, but I just want to start this episode with some gratitude, with some love. The show is is building from week to week, episode to episode, and I'm just, I thank all of you for tuning in. I love you so much. My heart is so full and it's beautiful beings like you that listen, that give me comments, feedback, you, you send me messages. I'm just really grateful. And, and you're allowing me to share my voice and you're allowing me to create this platform to help more people. So, so much love, so much gratitude. And thank you for tuning in like the beautiful audience and community that you are. So with that, I'm going to give with these solo episodes, I'm getting into the habit of really giving you with every episode, really giving you a summary of what's to come. So, you know, if this is worth your beautiful time, right? Cause I respect you giving me your attention. So I want to set that out. So today we're going to go into all things dreams, right? We're going to talk about what dreams are, how they can help us. What is the spiritual side of the dreams? What, how do we go into interpreting dreams? What are nightmares? What is lucid dreaming? What are the tools that we can use to dive into our dreams a little bit more? What are some physical elements of our physical health that impact how we dream and how we get insights and what are some other kinds, some spiritual, you know, emotional, energetic kinds of our dreams and how can we learn to distinguish between all these sorts of types? So that's a brief summary. There's going to be obviously a lot more than that, but I hope that intrigues you and I hope that you get a lot of value out of this discussion with me today as we go deep into all things dreams. Before we get into the main points, what I also want to start doing here on these episodes is starting with a review, a review that has been left by one of you beautiful beings in the podcast listening world. And these reviews, right? Remember when you leave them with the with either Apple podcast, I think you can leave some on Spotify. I prefer the Apple platform. When you leave the Apple podcast reviews, it helps the show build. Right. So if you're really enjoying this platform, you're enjoying the Cosmic Love Antenna, when you leave reviews, you help it expand. You help it expand into the cosmos. So please leave them if you feel called. Right. I'm also within my newsletter, which I would also join, which is at harrisonmar.com forward slash learn more. 
I'll put in the show notes. You can see the newsletter every week. And in that newsletter, I announce a weekly winner for the best review, right? So if your review, much like this one that I'm about to read is picked, you'll get access to a weekly prize courses, uh, access to some meditations, et cetera. The review I'm going to read out today is from the beautiful DWIPAD88. I'm going to assume this is Miss Deborah. And Miss Deborah says, a must listen if you want to heal. As a health professional, I find it very, very rare when a podcast goes deep into exploring the hidden reasons for pain, symptom, and suffering. The Cosmic Love Antenna with its enlightened host, Harrison, does exactly this and provides practical and understandable solutions to help people who are suffering. If you're looking for real health and life solutions that go beyond the surface level box of conventional thinking, this is the place to be. Thank you, DW. Thank you, Deborah, for your beautiful words. And I appreciate drops into my heart. Love you very much. All right. With that said, with this foundation set, with the with all of this preamble moved through, let's get into the topic today. Let's get into all things dreams. All right. So the first topic I want to hit on here within the dream healing space is we have to understand and we have to set an intention around what dreams actually are. <laughs> it seems it seems like a simple place to begin. And I think this is often where people get lost. We don't understand the purpose of dreams. And I'm going to give you my experience, my opinion, my perspective on what dreams are. And put very simply, what most, and I, and I emphasize most for a reason, we'll get to that later, what most dreams are, are a beautiful communication between the unconscious and conscious mind to help you with challenges in your waking state. Remember that your unconscious mind or your subconscious mind loves you very much. It's a part of you, right? It's connected to you as the individual. You could also, there could be a point about it saying connected to the collective consciousness, but just from your individual lens, your unconscious loves you. And in the dreamscape, that is the space and place where the unconscious mind has the opportunity to give you what you need in terms of the challenges you are moving through, through your waking reality. This is very important to understand because if we can understand this and we can see the value of this, then now dreams suddenly float up the list of priorities, as you can imagine. One of the biggest challenges, I'm going to get to this in a bit here, but I'll hit on it now as well. One of the biggest challenges that I see people have with their dreams is that they don't remember them. <laughs> I'm sure maybe you listening have said these words, but Harrison, I understand what you're saying, but I don't remember my dreams. I don't have dreams. I'm not a dreamer. I'm not a dreaming kind of person. Maybe you fall into this and I'm here to correct you. And I'll make this very clear Every single person dreams. It's not a question of if you dream. It is a question of if you remember your dreams. And that remembering is a muscle. And how we start to build the muscle is by seeing the beauty and the power and the love that the dreams are trying to give us. That's you know one of the first places to begin. So understand that. I also want to encourage you. So not only is it our dreams... Uh, this deep communication between the unconscious and conscious mind, 
they are also the space and place in which you can take a deeper dive into your spiritual being. We have many elements that make up our light body, right? We have many spiritual bodies, right? There are 12 in the perspective that I educate from and teach from. And there are many, there are many higher bodies. We have physical bodies. We have a mental and emotional, a, a genetic, a DNA, a, a Buddhic, a Christ body. Like there's many in the dreamscape. This is where a lot, if not all our higher bodies at the very least, and at the very, at the, at the most, all of the bodies and at the least your mental and emotional body are most active. So why this is significant is because maybe some of you heard me talk about this before, and I'm going to throw out a term here, and the term is Maya or the great illusion. The Maya is spoken about in Eastern medicine, Eastern philosophies. It's also spoken about in the Central American, South American philosophies. It's also spoken about in Native Australian Aboriginal dream time. And what Maya refers to, is the great illusion or the great dream. But they're not talking about the space we go when we go to sleep and have dreams. They're talking about this waking state that you're listening to this podcast in right now. So what does that say to you? What does that tell you? It tells you that at the very least from a spiritual lens, the dreamscape is the real reality. (laughs) I'll let you sit with that one for a second. But that alone is significant and is a reason why we need to take our dreaming world very seriously. And if you're listening to this and you're looking to use your dreams as a way to heal, you want to spend time in this dreamscape, which is the real reality, which is the real space and place in which your healing potential lives. A quick little story here, a quick little anecdote or opinion, whatever you want to call it. I see this in the in the biohacking world uh, as someone that is a, also would say they're a part of the biohacking world, someone that tracks his sleep with an aura ring, a device that tracks sleep and does many other, you know, uses modern day technologies to tap into the, our healing ability of uh, uh, using ancient perspectives, right? That's the idea of biohacking. We use technologies to connect and to and take control of our of our healing and inner movement, our inner energies. And something I see within the biohacking community that I think is very troublesome, in my opinion, is that there is a big urge, a big push to make sure that we get more efficient sleep. We we, we de- decrease the amount of time that we sleep, but in that t- amount of time, we're still getting you know, three hours of deep sleep or three hours of light sleep within that four, five hours of of sleep and within the biohacking community, there is praise for this because they see it just as a physical thing, the sleep state as, Oh, if I'm getting three hours of deep sleep, for example, that must mean I'm doing a really good job. That means I'm, I'm doing all the things I'm resting my body and recovering my body, which we deserve to do, Don't get me wrong. And we're good. We're good to go. However, what people overlook is this dream conversation. What people overlook is that what else is the rest of sleep for? What else is the REM sleep when we have to, when we and we've all experienced this most of us dream at the end of the sleep cycle what is that for and my question for you listening 
is a seven to eight hours of sleep, is that only for your physical rejuvenation? Or is that seven to eight hours of sleep, of course, for your physical rejuvenation, your mental architecture, your memory consolidation, and your deep dive down the spiritual rabbit hole through your emotional dreamscape? This is what I want you to sit with, right? This is what I want you to make time for at night to dive into because I can speak about this personally, right? The amount of insights and connections to my spiritual being that I've gotten through the dreamscape, through the Maya, through the disconnection from the Maya has been profound and I'm not special. You listening, you can do it too. All right. So I'll get off that soapbox and let's keep this flowing. So I hope that resonates with the spiritual being, the spiritual elements active in the dreamscape, also the communication between the conscious and unconscious mind. I now want to shift here to talk about what is the main way that the unconscious speaks to us through the dreams. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to speak about the other ways that the, the more woo-woo elements towards the end of this episode, but I'm going to mainly speak on the communication between the unconscious and conscious mind right now and how, what most of what dreams are, like I said, is that communication and how the unconscious speaks to the conscious mind is through symbology. It's through seeing symbols in your dreamscape and the unconscious is relaying messages through them. The, statement that I like to share here to help people understand this is that the dreamer is always dreaming about the dreamer. And what I mean by that is that if I have a dream about my mother, most dreams, including my mother, will not actually be about her, but will be about what my mother represents to me. I'm going to say that again. My dream about my mother is not about the literal mother. It is about what my mother represents to me. If I have a dream about the beach, I'm not dreaming about the literal beach. I'm dreaming about what the beach represents to me. This is where we can have difficulty where people get stuck. So I talked about how people can get stuck with not knowing what dreams are, this is the second place they can get stuck. They'll start having dreams and they'll have a dream about a, a green tree fog frog <laughs> or they'll dream about a past lover or they'll dream about some other picture, us, another symbol. And they'll go to a dream dictionary on Dr. Google or the website and they'll see, oh, I dreamed about a green tree frog and this is what a green tree frog means. So this must mean that my dream last night meant this. And I want to, I want you listening to be very careful with this because where this is challenging is because we are not all the same. <laughs> Plot twist. We are beautifully biochemically individualized across body, mind, and spirit. So this goes for our dreams as well. For example, if me, Harrison, living in the sunny country of Australia has a dream about a beach where I've lived my entire life versus someone 
who lives in Canada, for example, that doesn't probably highly statistically doesn't probably go to the beach or experience the sun very often in that context, the meaning that I've attributed and attached to the beach versus the other person is going to be totally different. It's the same place. It's the same symbol, but a unique individualized lens. And this is where we have to start seeing and asking ourselves what the symbols in our dreams mean to us. Okay. So that's, the first place to begin. And like I said, I'm going to go to some other, other occurrences that come into the dreamscape, but that's the main, in my experience, that's the main occurrence of why the dreams, how the dreams are filtering through us. So if you are having a, a reoccurring element, a reoccurring symbol, you need to ask that intuitive heart space, right? Tap into the unconscious mind, allow the first thing to bubble up, and ask yourself, what does this mean to me? So I hope that resonates. Just remember that sentence, the dreamer, always dreaming, the dreamer is always dreaming about the dreamer, and that's going to be significant for you. What I'd also add here is when we start diving into these interpretations of how we view certain elements, we need to be careful. I gave the example of, having a having a dream about a partner and let's say that partner does something impactful or severe or abuses me in the dream or says something nasty you can imagine it would be very easy for most people to interpret that as oh i need to go talk to my partner right now and make sure that they don't do this in in the conscious state or maybe i'm having a premonition well maybe or like i said maybe what you're having is you're not actually dreaming about the person literally you're dreaming about what the person represents to you okay so i would also add this element here be mindful of this symbolism within your relationships and most of the time it isn't that literal definition is the symbolic representation all right let's keep it flowing so from there i want to now hit on nightmares and nightmares are exciting, to be honest. And whenever someone either mentions a nightmare to me, you know, working one-on-one or if I'm talking about it in Clubhouse, I get really energized. And it's because nightmares are probably one of the most valuable dreams you can have. Why is that? If we're asking why, why, Harrison? Why? I hate nightmares. They're so scary. They're so intense. They're very full-on. They, they lead to my insomnia. Well, it's because we're, we're looking at the dream, the nightmare, the wrong way. Nightmares, as I just said to you prior, remember the, the sentence I shared with you. The dreamer is always dreaming about the dreamer. So if you're having a reoccurring nightmare, I'll get back to the reoccurring element here in a second. But if you're having a reoccurring nightmare about, let's say there is a a scary dog that's chasing you down the street. Then if you apply the rule of the dreamer is always dreaming about the dreamer, you now you're not literally running from a scary dog. You're literally running from a scary dog, dog that is a representation of an element of your psyche or an element of what you are, that you are running from, <laughs> that you are ignoring, that you are pretending is not there. 
What is another name for this part of us that we pretend that is not there? What is another name of us, name, name for that part of us that we suppress and ignore? It is our shadow. So nightmares are an opportunity for shadow work, are an opportunity to bring the beautiful elements that are still deserve to be seen and integrated a part of us. It's a beautiful opportunity to bring those elements from the darkness and integrate them into our loving light. Now you can see that this is a totally different way to view a nightmare. Now you can see that you've shifted the, the power here. You've shifted the power dynamic. Now this is not something that's happening to you. This is, happening, this is something that's happening for you. So this in itself is a way to move through a nightmare, right? And it's valuable because if you can integrate that element of your shadow, remember what I said at the start of this, right? Dreams are there to help you with challenges in your waking state. So the, the reoccurring nature of the nightmare that is a shadow element that's repressed is also most likely connected to something you're doing in your waking state right now. So ask yourself the question. Let's use an example here. What am I repressing in my relationship that deserves to come up right now? What am I repressing in my work dynamic that I am repressing for, for whatever limiting belief outside of me? What am I repressing within my health that I'm searching? I'm searching for healing. I'm searching for solutions, but there's still something a part of me that I'm ignoring. Where do you think this is going to show up? It's going to show up in the dreamscape. It's going to show up specifically in that nightmare as that thing that's chasing you down the street. How do we integrate that shadow in the dream? How do we, how do we move through that nightmare? How do we stop it from reoccurring? So, so, it, so, we, so the unconscious gets the message that we get the message. <laughs> we turn into that shadow elements that's chasing us, embrace it, close our eyes in the dream, or you could do this before you go into the dreamscape, set this intention, say whatever shadow elements, whatever nightmares, whatever thing I run from, I'm going to integrate into my love, into my light, into my heart. I see you, I accept you as a part of me. I see you and I accept you as a part of my wholeness. I bring the shadow into the light. That's just an example. But I hope that Hope you get what I'm saying there, right? Connect these dots together. It, the nightmare will stop become reoccurring once you get the message and you take action on it in the waking state. I hope that resonates. Got me a bit excited with that one because it's just so, it's so important. And each of us have access to this, right? Multiple nights for most of us. So I'll pause it there and I want to keep flowing to another category. And this, this next one is also a very exciting element of, of dreaming and something that you can learn to connect into once you start taking your dreams more seriously, once you start seeing the power of what they are. And this next element of dreaming is lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming for people that are new to this term, new to this phrase, lucid dreaming is when we start to take active control within the dreamscape. And we start able to 
start flowing and moving through the dreamscape with rather than being the viewer of the dream, like we're watching a movie, now we're the participant within it. The analogy I like to use to explain lucid dreaming is that a normal dream, this would be a normal dream, you are a passenger on a cruise ship and the cruise ship is moving through the dream, through the sea, you're a passenger just sitting in the, in the ship and letting it sail around. When you become lucid, you become the skipper or the captain of the ship. Now you can direct said ship within the vastness and the ocean of the dreamscape. I'll leave you to imagine the potential of this, right? I'll leave you to imagine how significant this can be within your healing journey, right? What can now, can we start integrating? What now can we start healing? What now can we start recognizing and seeing and feeling now that we have more conscious control within the dreamscape? How can we start interacting? We're still going to get the symbols, right? We're still going to get the messages from the unconscious, but now we can more actively interact with them and dissect them. So I'm going to, I'm going to speak more about loose dreaming at the end of this. I'm going to come back to it, but I'm just, I want to plant this seed here as we keep flowing for you to another reason, just another reason to take the dreamscape more seriously because you can imagine and visualize the power of this. All right, let's keep it flowing. And the next, the next element here now is I want to speak to some tools that you can use. So you've been with me, you've been just talking about loose dreaming, we're just talking about nightmares, we're talking about the dreamer, always dreaming about the dreamer, the communication between the conscious and unconscious mind, the ability to remember as a muscle. Okay, so how can I start implementing and shifting some of this? And I want to give some actionable tools here to start using your dreams for healing, for relationships, for connecting back into your sense and deep sense of self-love. You know, the intention of the Cosmic Love Antenna really, of the podcast in general, really filters nicely into dreams. So the first tool is just setting intention in general. <laughs> it might sound basic, but purely setting the intention before going to bed of tonight, I'm going to dream, I'm going to remember my dreams, I'm going to write them down in the morning. Just that simple intention. Just that simple intention. What it allows you to do is now you're putting your potential intention, right? You're channeling the energy and the love that you wish to receive in the dreamscape. You're setting it in that beautiful little affirmation, right? You're setting it and allowing and speaking to your unconscious that's always listening that you're taking this seriously, that you're taking this with love, you're taking this with intention. So that's the first tool I would start doing. The second tool is start journaling, start having a dream journal, start having a dream diary where every single morning you write down whatever you experience. This could be a color. This could be a feeling. This could be a series of events. Whatever you remember, write it down. Because what this is doing is now it's telling you, like the intention, now it's telling the unconscious that the dreamscape is a place you wish to play, is a place in which you now want to go deeper into your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. So, 
take the journaling seriously. Have it right next to your bed. An analogy that I want to share here to explain this, this idea of journaling and why it works so effectively. I want you to imagine that your unconscious is a pen pal on the other side of the ocean. And this is before we had ubiquitous instant communication with each other. That pen pal is emailing, is, is sending mail to you in snail mail. See, even I am, <laughs> even I just automatically go to email. That pen pal is sending you snail mail letters in the post. And he or she doesn't realize that you're not reading them. He or she loves you unconditionally, like the unconscious does, and is just sending you these messages, sending you this mail. You're not reading them. You're not, you don't care. You're living your life and you're just, you know, pretending that it's not there. What starts to happen when you start journaling and you start using these other practices, these tools I'm going to hit on here, is what that says is that now you're starting to send mail back to the pen pal. And the pen pal on the other side of the ocean sees this, receives them, and gets super excited and now doubles down on the mail that is being sent, is doubling down on the letters, making them more intense, more vibrant, more deep, more expansive. This is what you do when you journal. This is what you do when you set intention. This is what you do when you lean into the sacred nature of the dreamscape. Another tool, well, let me just add super quick to that journal element. I would also be mindful within, when you start getting actual dreams come through, the things that you're writing, take note of the repeating symbols, the repeating themes, the repeating nightmares, the repeating figures. They're also going to be core, core items, core elements, core themes that if you tune into, also is going to help the recall. It's also going to tell the unconscious that you're taking this seriously. Another, another tool here. I want you to focus in on the feeling of the dreams, the feeling that you get when you wake up, because that is a big part of the messages that are coming through. They're not just coming through to show you a story. They're coming through to mostly help you heal. For example, if you've had tra traumatic trauma in your childhood, the dreamscape is helping you move through this and release this and consolidate this. So focus on the feelings in the dreamscape that are evoked by the story that is told. And it is these feelings, these emotions that help you lean more into the dream itself. I want you to focus in on the ritual itself, making this a sacred ritual, the intention, the journaling, and the dreams themselves. When you make this a sacred ritual, remember the dreamscape is where your spiritual being gets to express itself most vibrantly. So when you add in the ritual, adding these little elements, that's how the dreamscape knows you're taking it seriously. Another tool here is bringing in your guides, bringing in your ancestors, bringing in your angels, bringing in your your spirit animals, bringing in your extraterrestrial beings that you've connected to. If you can do this before bed, this can supercharge the dreamscape. 
right? And I'm going to talk more about this in a second with other kinds of dreams, but just bringing them in before bed when you set the intention or bringing them in when you write down your dreams in the morning, that will also supercharge and bring the dreaming ritual into more, to help it flower, right? To help it blossom. Finally, the last little tool I'm going to add here is creativity. Focus in on your creation energy. Focus in on being more creative in general. Because when we are dreaming, that is when we are tapped into the creator essence that lies within us. So if you can cultivate creation energy in your waking state and then allow that to express itself right before bed, maybe in the morning, now you start to pad the day with creation so it oozes and spills off into the dreamscape, allowing more creation to occur. Okay, so creative essence, creative energy is also another way to enhance and connecting to your dreams. All right, let's keep it flowing. So I just gave you some tools, gave you some tools to help enhance the dreamscape, enhance the dream experience. Now what I want to do is I want to talk about the physical, sort of physical real world elements, factors, contributors that can get in the way of us dreaming. Because you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, that we are holistic beings and we work across mind, emotions, body, and spirit. So if we're trying to enhance our dreamscape, we need we also must remember that our physical being influences either our ability to connect or our inability to connect. So I've written a few things to be mindful here of helping yourself dream more and connecting to your dreams from a physical lens. The first is mitigating all artificial blue light at night before bed. Okay. When I say artificial blue light, I mean the light that comes from phones, the lights, the light that comes from laptops, the light that comes from TV, the light that comes from all the artificial devices. But this light is beautiful during the day, right? It's, it's one of the spectrums that are part of the sun that helps us stay awake. that helps us feel energy throughout the day but it is critically debilitating. <laughs> it's the only word that pops into my mind to be exposed to this before bed because what it's doing is it's telling us to stay awake. It's telling us from a hormonal perspective to release, to release the hormones that keep us awake rather than to release the hormones that help us go to sleep. So be very mindful after the sun goes down. I use things like blue light blocking glasses. I use salt lamps. I make sure that the only spectrum of light that hits my eyes after sunlight is red because that's ancestrally what we're used to. That's what we've evolved to experience. We've evolved after sunset to experience only campfire. So create this for yourself. Make the only light that you're exposed to red, and this will help you sleep better in general, but also enhance your ability to get more dreams. Another element that gets in the way is uh, marijuana. Surprise, surprise. If, if you are a constant, in a constant relationship with this plant medicine, I would, you know, I don't want you to quit it cold turkey. I think there is a time and a place where this kind of medicine can be used. But the THC element of, of this medicine, it can restrict dreams specifically. 
So I, if you are a, a constant user of this medicine, I would be mindful of it in relation to going to bed. Maybe you could look at just taking CBD, right? CBD does not impact the dreamscape, but THC, the psychoactive element of the plant does. So be mindful of this. This is something you could remove and, and practice an experiment. And I wouldn't be surprised if the one night you didn't smoke, you had some amazing dreams. Some other elements that impact the dreamscape is, is obviously overthinking before bed, right? If we're constantly overanalyzing, overcritiquing, have a hyperactive overanalyzing mind, this will continue into the dreamscape and stop us from tuning in. So I like the practice of brain dumping or journaling before bed too, to help you unload, get off those thoughts, help you release. I would also look into how stressed you are before sleep. We know that cortisol, which is the hormone connected to our fight or flight response. If we're hyperly overstressed, which plot twist, most of us are, most of us are, we need to be mindful of mitigating some of the stress. We need to be mindful of bringing this stress down, right? What can we do before bed as, a, as another ritual to help us de-stress and release, right? For example, something I do in my practice is I get into the habit of doing yoga, some, some slow yin yoga before bed to help my body release stress and relax. I'm also mindful of the light that in itself will help you de-stress. I also get into the habit. I also get into the habit of, like I said, journaling, but I also, I sometimes meditate before bed. That can be another practice you could implement. You could get into the habit of doing affirmations and intentions, which would help the dreamscape in general. The main point, prioritize de-stressing, especially before bed. The other two elements I'll quickly add here is also be mindful of late night snacking and late night hyperactive exercise. Right? I like to have a rule. So two to three hours cut off food before bed and two to three hours cut off high intensity exercise. Because if we're, if we're eating right up to bed and if we're highly moving, highly intense, just got back from the gym, for example, then this is going to have, this is going to continue into the dreamscape. Right? So we need a buffer. We need a, a down ramp if you want to visualize it. So be mindful of those elements. All right. So as promised, I now want to sort of wrap up and finalize this dream conversation here with some of the other kinds of dreams that we can have. And this is really, I mean, if you've been listening thus far to this episode <laughs> and if you, if you've gotten this far, you're all in to the dream conversation. So I love you and I appreciate you. But now this is where things get juicy. This is where things can get really powerful, in my opinion. So I, I've been saying, I've been re reiterating that most of what dreams are is that communication between our unconscious and conscious mind through symbology, through you know representation, not literal representation, all those things. All of that is true. However, we do have a smaller percentage of dreams where we're doing other things, where other things are going on. For example, we can have dreams where we actually experience and go back to past lives, either as us in a past life or us meeting and experiencing ancestors. 
these can be very powerful because they can remind you again, connecting back to your current challenges. They can remind you of gifts. They can remind you of powers. They can remind you of abilities. They can remind you of creation energy. So past lives are a big one to look out for entities. So beautiful, loving entities and not so loving entities. These can come into the dreamscape, right? I said before that we can get into the habit of inviting our guides, our ancestors, our angels before we go to sleep. Well, they may, they may stay with us into the dreamscape. So be open to other kinds of loving entities coming in. Sometimes we can get intrusions from not so loving entities, but remember that you are a powerful being. And if that does happen, that you have all of the potential inside of you to put up parameters and release all of that, that which is not serving you. So the theme here going forward with these kinds of dreams is keep coming back into the feeling of it. Keep tuning in, asking why, why am I seeing this? Why am I, why is this happening to me in the dreamscape? Another kind of dream that can occur is astral projecting, astral projecting, remote viewing, our, basically our spiritual senses that we can activate in our waking state can continue in our dream state. So I talked about lucid dreaming, a practice that you can get to, and this is something, you know, just to be honest, I haven't experienced yet, but it's on my list. And uh, I've, you know, based off my research and, and other clients I've talked to, definitely something that can occur when two friends can become lucid and are aware of that lucidity and plan that lucidity, you can actually visit an astral form each other in the dreamscape. I would look into the field of parapsychology and they've done studies now around this, tracking people going deeper into these kinds of worlds with these kinds of abilities with each other. <laughs> Another type of dream that we can get into when you start diving deeper into the dreamscape is you can visit aliens, alien worlds, past, present, and future, right? Alien entities can also, as I mentioned before, they can come in to connect to you, to help you with things, but you can go there, right? With remote viewing, astral projecting, like I just mentioned. Then there is a, another category of dreams that I want to add in here that connects to lucid dreaming. And this is going to get a bit spiritual and deep here, but that's why you're listening. <laughs> if we can become lucid in a dream, right? So I explain what that is. That's becoming aware. It's becoming the captain of the ship. Then theoretically we can do anything in that dreamscape. So what, what would be a ritual that you could use that you could do in a dream that could take things even deeper? meditation you can get to a point and again this is something i've only glimpsed of i've tried to do it and i haven't personally got to this point yet but again it's on my list too but again it comes from research and working with other people dream meditation is something we can start to cultivate once we become lucid in our dreams, we can start meditating in our dreams. If we can start meditating in our dreams, now what we can do is start going deeper into the layers of consciousness. We know that we are not just an individual being. We are an interconnected soul, a part of a larger collective. And there are layers of this 
right? Maybe some people have heard of unity consciousness or the different layers of our light body, right? The Christ body, the Buddhic body, the angelic body, the, you know, you get the idea, the divine body. So what I'm getting at here is in the dreamscape, once you become lucid, once you can start meditating in the, in the dreams, you can actually start experiencing these deeper layers of consciousness. You can break through the veil. You can break through the, the separation. You can break through and have, in my opinion, you can have what we would experience in something like a plant medicine ceremony, but you would experience it in the dreamscape. You would experience it in the meditation in the dreamscape. <laughs> So I'll, I'll leave that there on that note, but I, I, I mentioned this here just to show you how powerful the dreamscape is, just to show you how, what potential lies there, just to show you that if you are not cultivating your dream energy and using this practice, to say that you're missing out is probably the understatement of the century. <laughs> so I hope that inspires you. I hope this gives you encouragement to take this practice deeper and to ask yourself what is possible and how can this help me in my waking reality. The last thing I want to add here before I wind this down and say my final thoughts is tonight I want you to notice if you dream and what you dream about. The fact that you've listened to this episode the fact that you've listened to this episode thus far, what do you think that's telling your unconscious right now? What do you think that's telling the beautiful dreamer inside of you about how you feel about dreaming? Well, I can presume it's telling the unconscious that this is something that's important to you. It's telling the unconscious that this is something that you wish to take seriously. So what I want to end here by saying is look at how your dreams shift tonight and use tonight as the beginning of this dream relationship. Because it's very likely that something might come through tonight because of the work that you've been doing, listening and consuming this podcast today. With that beautiful soul, I do want to bring this episode to a close, but a few things before I do, I want to end as always with some gratitude and some thanks. I hope this episode has given you a bit of value, this solo sode of, of insight and deep dives into the dreaming world. My intention was to really just give all of the all of the knowledge, all of the wisdom, all of the insights in a very summarized form. Obviously, there's always more that we could talk about, but I wanted to hit on a lot of the main points, and I hope that it landed in that heart space for you. I hope it gave you some action items, and I hope it made sense and resonated for you. As always, if it did, if it lit you up, if it hit on your heart space, if it dropped some dominoes over for you, you can show the love back by giving me a review in Apple Podcasts, right? Remember how you do that. You click this You click this podcast in your podcast player, go to the review section at the bottom and then just leave your thoughts, right? Leave how this impacted your heart space and what came up, what, what, what things are you going to do now and how has this shifted your reality in some way? Remember that when you do this, you also go into the, the, the competition for a prize for the best review, like I said at the start of the episode. And in those reviews, you can also give me feedback of what you want more of. Do you want another episode on dreams, for example? Do you want another category of conversation? Is there something you want to talk about with more inner child or more chakras or more spiritual senses or whatever you've heard on, on both the podcast, Clubhouse, my other Instagram, my, my other social platforms, whatever is more what you want to hear of, right? 
I would also go back and watch those other solo suits. So we did, I've done one at this point, two episodes on chakra healing, two episodes on inner child healing. So go back and watch those, get some value. And then finally, if this dream work, if you feel like this is something that you need, that you want to go deeper into and you want to connect it to your healing journey, you want to connect it to your helping you heal from childhood trauma, you want to connect it to helping you heal your chronic pain and your challenges, helping you move through and expand into your inner cosmic love, then reach out to me because this is a big part of what I do for my coaching one-on-one. So I'd love to help you deeper if you feel like the need and the urge to take that deep dive with me. But with that, beautiful souls, I want to thank you for listening. I love you very much. I'll catch you next time on the Cosmic Love Antenna with our normal weekly periodic episode. I'm wishing you a wonderful evening, morning and night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll see you next time here on the Cosmic Love Antenna. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.